This is the TV Podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott. Let's talk TV. Chris Evans has quit Top Gear after just one series on BBC Two. He said he gave it his best shot, but sadly, that was just not good enough. Greg, what went wrong? Well, he gave it his best shot and he was fired. Hey! It was never going to work. They should never have tried to revive Top Gear in the first place. They sh- if they had to do a motoring show, it should have been something completely different with a new title, uh, maybe hosted by Chris Evans. Then Chris might have got away with it. It would have been his show for sure. He could have stamped his mark on it and done it in his style and people wouldn't have made that inevitable comparison to J- uh, Jeremy Clarkson. It was it was doomed to failure, I'm afraid. But the press weren't on his side either, were they? I think the press were out to get him before he even began. He didn't yeah. really stand a chance, did he? No, no, no. It was, um, I don't know, it was like there was a concerted effort from all the media virtually. That, and, uh, and people on Twitter were not kind. I saw your tweets... My tweets? Yes, Greggles. What did I say? I don't know. You were comparing him to Stephen Mulhern or something. <laughs> he always gets a mention, doesn't he, Stephen? <laughs> now, let's talk about Top Gear again. It started with around 5 million viewers. It dropped to about 2 million. Uh, but it was scheduled against Euro 2016. Oh, yeah. I don't think any presenter could have replaced Clarkson and brought in the same audience. It's a car show at the end of the day. That's a bit niche. I think you're right. Um, I think the you know the whole thing of it being a car show um, was lost. It was all there was too much focus on who the presenters were, how they did the presenting, yada yada. The content kind of got lost in all the hyperbole. Mm. I think Chris now, yeah, stick to the odd special on TV. I believe he's lined up maybe to do uh, Children in Need, mm. but I I would say hey, just stick to the Radio Two Breakfast Show because that's where you're loved. Well, moving on, Channel 4 have commissioned a new series of Celebrity First Dates. The new series will star some of the biggest names in television looking for love. Uh, Craig, are you excited? Some of the biggest names in television. Do you have any of those names there? Uh, yes, I have the list here. The celebrities include Richard Blackwood, Esther Anson, Scarlett from Gogglebox, and Natasha from Atomic Kitten. Why do you think such major celebrities agreed to do this show? There's one you've missed off the list, though, isn't there? Well, Bernie Clifton. That, <laughs> that's, that's the, the interesting one. one. Now, I wanted to ask you about Bernie. Yeah. Uh, now, Bernie signed up to do the show, but he said he won't be bringing his ostrich. Surely that's a mistake. Everyone needs a wingman. <laughs> <laughs> I did, this is the thing. I don't, are they actually going to be dating... The celebrities, are they going to be dating each other? Are they going to be dating members of the public or what? I don't, I don't know what's going well, on. Well, uh, they've already aired the first episode. They date members of the public. Uh, so the ah. show looks and feels exactly like the traditional show, except these are celebrities. Who else have we got on this thing? Brad Simpson from The Vamps. Oh, that now the kids will like him. because they're, they're Your the daughter, she's into punk. Aren't they a punk band? It's a, <laughs> are they a punk band? I don't know, are they? <laughs> You sound older than me. I've just discovered <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news. I'm loving it. In fact, last night I downloaded the whole of Russ Abbott on Spotify. But what's the original question about this celebrity first date? Because so, uh, I was saying, uh, well, you're we the kind t- of gone off on a tangent, haven't we? Here, you're a TV personality. What advice would you give to somebody going on a date with a celebrity? I'd say. Talk about them and not yourself, because that's what celebrities are like. That's actually the best advice ever. Of course it is. I thought you were going to say something silly. That's actually superb advice. It is, of course it is. That's all they're interested in, people on telly. But, you know, I mean, stars of this level, 
you know, the big stars, they've done it all and they're all right, but uh, stars of this level, oh dear. Moving on, ITV have ordered a new series called Undercover Prisoner. The new show will offer a first-hand insight into the experience of being locked up inside. Uh, Greg, will you be circling this in your radio times? Uh, well, I don't buy the radio times anymore because it's too expensive. Oh, are you more of a TV times man? I don't, I don't do anything. I just, I just use the EPG well, on the sky now. According to your wife, you're a bit of a TV quick man. <laughs> no, I'm just a quick man, sadly. No. Yeah. Um, undercover Prisoner. Um, you see, we all, don't we, have preconceptions about what it would be like in prison and... Do we? You know, you've, you've probably thought about it a lot. You know, all the stuff you've got away with over the years. True. And nearly ended up in prison. Um, what do you mean nearly? <laughs> but we're going to... Are we just, are we just going to see lots of people sat around playing <laughs> PlayStation games and watching the soft porn channels at night? And what, you know, is, this, is this all it's going to be? Or is prison actually like it should be? Uh, you know, people just breaking rocks up with their bare hands <laughs> for hours. This is a Laurel and Hardy film from the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that's what prison should be. But then again, it wouldn't make a very good TV show, would it? Maybe it'll be a bit like Porridge. Do you remember Porridge? Yeah, you see, now that would be good. Yeah. Now, yeah, now, there you go, they've got plenty of time to learn lines. Maybe they could turn it into a comedy. Maybe there's a fun side of prison we've never seen before. <laughs> fun side of prison? <laughs> I, I've got a quote from an ITV spokesman. Oh, go on then. Uh, he said, this is a social experiment that will show the reality of crime and punishment. Now, Greg, I know you're looking for your next big TV role. I know you'd love a primetime show on ITV. Yeah. Would you consider going to prison? I've, you know, as you were saying that, I thought he's onto something. He's on, and you are. Yes. Now, what can I do that's not too serious? <laughs> How do you guarantee being put in prison on the dates when they're actually recording the show, when they're actually oh. shooting the series? Apparently, the auditioning process is easier than Love Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got a captive audience, haven't they? Um, yeah, I, I, I could do this, but I've just got to do the time. What would I have to do to get into prison, though? Something um, that's not too serious. Probably some light fraud. Some light fraud. Yeah, I've got I've got away with that for years. I've claimed to be some sort of TV personality and radio radio disc jockey. So uh, yeah, that, that's fraud enough. Now this is pretty much Big Brother, except the conditions are a, a little bit more humane. Do you think any reality stars could be made from this show? Could, you know, could you imagine uh, the prisoner in Wing Five being signed up by James Grant Management? <laughs> Well, look at it. I mean, look at this morning recently. It had Rylan on it, his partner who was on Big Brother, then Fern McCann oh. who was on Towie. She was a reporter on it. Then you had the competition section with Alison Hammond who was on Big Brother. Oh. So they're all coming from reality shows. So why not? Because we could have a, a reboot of Celebrity Squares in years to come, hosted by Fingers McGee from Strange Ways. <laughs> or maybe, no, he'd be in the centre square, wouldn't he? Oh. Moving on, BBC One have ordered a brand new Saturday night talent show called Let It Shine. It's going to be hosted by Graham Norton and will audition singers for the new Take That musical. Greg, are you excited? I couldn't be more excited. It's been, uh, what? Well, it's, it's been a very long time since we've had a, a talent show mm -hmm. looking for yeah. a singer. And, uh, you know, the, 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 it's about time that these shows were revived. And <laughs> what better way to do it than, than with this? Uh, and Gary Barlow, doubtlessly, will be uh, paying the BBC, a public-funded company, a lot of money uh, for all the publicity that they are providing for his new musical. 
You, you make a good point. I remember in the 90s when I was at college, I had to write uh, an essay all about why variety was dead and why talent shows would never come back. <laughs> and 20 years later, we can't move for them. What oh, happened? Oh, goodness me. But let it shine. I mean, that's a working <laughs> title at the moment. That's not the final title. But, uh, well, they're going to do a new stage show and it's all going to be the hits of Take That and they're looking for stars. I mean... If they're looking for someone to play a Gary Barlow-type role, does that mean that <laughs> the person who is Gary Barlow, every time they sing every fourth word, their right eyebrow has to rise up <laughs> to the top of their head? Because it does, doesn't it? Have you seen him? Gary Barlow, when he sings, his right eyebrow sort of does that. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. Can you see that? It's doing that. It's oh, weird. Well, maybe he likes winking at the ladies. Well, <laughs> yes, fine. <laughs> Uh, let me read you some from the uh, press release. Over yes, eight please. weeks, Gary Barlow will travel the UK looking for singers that exude charisma, showmanship and stage presence. Uh, everything that Gary is world famous for. Seriously, how hard is it going to be to find another Jason Orange or Howard Donald? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about the uh, the showmanship and the stage presence and the charisma. I mean, you know, Howard has his unique um, stance. And then there's Little Mark, Little Mark, Little Mark, who, let's face it, about, was it about seven, eight, nine years ago? He was at such a stage in his career that he was in Celebrity Big Brother. And now look at him. I, I quite like Little Mark. He actually recorded a solo album that I bought. It, it was quite good. He was like a young Liam Gallagher. I'm, try <laughs> I'm trying to think of the What was that? Oh, it's Clementine. There was a song yes. called Clementine. And he did, he did another good song, I think, Four Minutes Till You Die or something. It was, it was very good. It was that sounds like a joy, doesn't it? Well, yeah. well that's a life. That's life, for as, as Esther would say. Yes. Uh, the winners will perform the hits of Take That in a new musical called The Band. Do you have high expectations for that in the West End? <laughs> Do you know, that's the weirdest thing, because my favourite takeaway in Scarborough is called The Band. Um, <laughs> what? Honestly, Why would you call a takeaway The Band? Can I just say, The Band on Victoria Road in Scarborough make the very best pizzas. That's guaranteed me a few freebies, that has. Other um, takeaways are available. <laughs> oh, no, we're overrun with them. <laughs> but takeaways, coffee shops and charity shops, that's all we've got in Scarborough. If you ever write an autobiography, that would be an amazing title. Takeaways, coffee shops and charity shops. Okay, I've bagged it. I've bagged it. You can't, you can't come back. You can't claim on me. Uh, moving on, E4 have commissioned a new property show called Property Boom. Uh, in the show, hip-hop DJ Charlie Sloth searches for... Charlie Britain's what? Charlie Sloth. Sloth. That's his name. Sloth yep. by name, sloth by nature. Uh, yep. Searches for Britain's best flatmates. Each week he will travel around the UK looking for the perfect person to share your house. Greg, it's really hard to find a good flatmate. Maybe this is a good idea. Yeah, he's going to use his extensive property knowledge, so they say. <laughs> but also, it says here, because I've seen the press release, he will use the power of song-creating bespoke hip-hop adverts. Oh, to find the perfect flatmate. Well, it's scientifically proven that the best flatmates love hip-hop music. Yeah, who scientifically proved that then? Charlie Sloth. Charlie Sloth! Good old Charlie <laughs> Sloth from Radio 1 and Radio 1 Extra. Boom. Boom. Not off. Uh, how stuck for ideas must you be to, to come up with something like this? Are you suggesting Charlie Sloth is not the right man for the job? I'm suggesting this isn't the right, the right programme for television. <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly. We have to stress that this is only a pilot show, though, don't we? 
Yes, but as we know, pilots always get commissioned to series. Do they? Oh, oh that's good oh, news oh. for me. I've done several over the years. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Now, Greg, you have a huge house. You have a giant basement that you often yeah. do Facebook shows from. <laughs> if you were renting out a room in Scott Towers or even in the basement, what would you look for in a lodger? Pay me double each month by okay. accident that's and number not realise what they've done. That's number one. What's number yeah. two? Number two, be nice to look at. I won't say any more than that. Oh, uh, but not a new, not a naturist. And number three. And number three, be able to make the very best scrambled egg in the world. You sound like a lovely landlord. In fact, I don't think uh, Charlie Sloth needs to make that pilot. I think we've just done it for him. Charlie Sloth's got nothing on me. Can that be the title of your second autobiography? <laughs> Charlie Sloth's got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's talk about another show. Channel 4 have ordered a brand new show called The Great British Skinny Dip. Uh, The documentary will follow Britain's largest group devoted to naturism. Greg, I have a feeling you will be watching this. Oh, thanks. Thanks. What are you saying? You like nudie people. A lot of people like nudie people. What was that show that was on recently on Channel 4? Life Stripped Bear. Oh, I heard about that. They had to give away everything they owned and live naked in a house. Yeah, everything they owned, including their clothes, they put stripped bare in the title, and the show got three times the slot average. And I don't like using the word slot when we're talking about <laughs> naked people. But there we, yeah, so what have they done? Oh, we've done well there. Let's do another one quick. The Great British Skinny Dip. What's it about? Uh, the group are launching a national event in September. For one weekend, they want everyone in the UK to join them naked for this oh, show. Um, Greg, I know you're looking for your next TV role. Would you consider naturism? Mate. Mate, 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 mate. <laughs> I know what I look like naked. I would not put anybody through it. Well, hold on. Not... You, you, you did last week on Twitter. You tweeted, hey? a fo- you tweeted a photo of something on the TV, and I'm sure I saw your nudie bits in the reflection. No, I have my mm. underpants on. Yes. I, I know I remember that. I remember that. I tweeted <laughs> something for... No, I took a photo of something off the screen, and I had no idea at all that my reflection was there. And then someone suddenly said... Uh, Greg, you do know that we can see your bare skin. Um, I, Greg, uh, I saw large bosoms. Oh, all right. You leave my moobs out of this. <laughs> that was the TV podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott. 